Johnny! Johnny. Okay, you ready? Yep. All right, now we're ready to do it. This is how the show begins. You know, if there was people watching our live stream, that's how it opened. <laughs> and if you're just listening, I think that's how it should start with the audio podcast, too, is that as soon as you hit the link for this show, it's just going to be going, Johnny! <laughs> That'd be a good way to start it. Yeah? yeah. It makes you seem sexy, Johnny, it to does, be honest, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, it's not a lie. Yeah. Right? Handsome, you know, what? Handsome, he's a handsome, handsome man over there. Oh, this must make you feel great right now, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we made you drive way out here in the country. Way you say, out. come out to a back shed. Yeah. And that a, was couple, a little terrifying. A couple of guys in their late 40s are going to tell you how handsome you are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, you're safe, Johnny. Yeah, yeah. It's completely safe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, Kevin. Yes, sir. We got to get this raping started. That's right. <laughs> but there's only one way to do it. I know how. Yeah. That's a theme song. What time is it, Kev? One sixteen. Okay, cool. It's not too bad. I'll let you know when it's like three thirty. Welcome to the Pool Shed. We're here on a rare Saturday afternoon trying to get one in the bank because I would like to go and roam the earth. And so we are here on a rare Saturday and we have a great show planned for you. We have a great guest coming all the way from Simcoe. Long drive. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to introduce him first. You gotta. He's come all this way on a Saturday before going and toiling away at Levity Comedy Club tonight. Listening to potentially some of the greatest jokes he's ever heard. Today, he's going to have to endure this instead, right? Yep. It's going to make tonight seem more fun for you. Because uh, you hear a bunch of bad jokes here, you get ones <laughs> when you go back. Yeah. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Johnny Renton, everybody. Johnny Renton. Thanks for having me, Pete. Well, I'm happy, I'm happy to have you, Johnny, and I can't wait to talk to you. I got a lot of... Uh, questions. I want to pick your young mind. All right. <laughs> but at first, I got to introduce the rest of the cast because we always uh, appreciate this guy coming all the way down from this stock. Ladies and gentlemen, Kevin Fingers Van Dungeon, everyone. Kev, thanks for help, coming down and helping me out on a Saturday. I appreciate it as always. No worries. No worries. And I'm, I'm tacking more tasks onto you every week. I'm just putting another task, another one, until. You have, you eventually become one of the greatest engineers in podcast history. Especially from Pine Grove. Eventually you'll be saying, Kevin, bring that shit up. Mm -hmm. You know, and you'll be bringing stuff up on the TV and I'll be like, what is it, a video of something that's hilarious? Yeah. Well, you don't, you can, and then we can find ways to like uh, have people talk to us while the show's going on and pay attention to it. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if we'll ever get there, Kev. But, callers. Uh, no, you know, callers, callers I've flirted with over the years, but... They're crazy. Yeah, they suck. Yeah. There's a lot of people who have asked to call, and then I right away, like, the more I talk to them, like, oh, no, 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 that would yeah. be a bad idea. And nothing kills talk radio like a caller. Yeah. It's, like, once in a million, it's good, and yep. the rest of the time, it's, like, nightmarish. <laughs> right? People can't tell stories. I mean, unless it's Dan and Joe going at it. Yeah. Those were pretty good. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, if they would, I want them in the same room. Yeah. Barb on barb, yeah. roast battle style, right? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Shove your shove cheek a little bit that way so you can get right in front of that mic. Because right. I see, yeah, there you go. If yep. You got to make love to it. And if you want, you can take it right out, hold it up like a comedian style. Oh, okay, yep. And then we just take that thing and chuck it rock star <laughs> into the, you know, towards the camera, but don't hit the camera. Totally. Yeah. But you can do that too, Johnny. All right. But I got one more person to introduce, and this is a very exciting introduction. Ladies and gentlemen, you can probably see him. He's hiding behind the camera there. He's got a brand new uh, makeover. Ladies and gentlemen, returning to the show, Robot Dave. Thanks a lot, Pete. Oh. Dave, what's the matter? You don't move your, your lips anymore? What? Oh. 
Dave. No, no. All right. There you go. Okay. Now, I I want to see you look a little bit bigger. You have uh, broader shoulders. You have, uh, I would say, uh, your neck is uh, (laughs) half the length it used to be, you know? Mm -hmm. A lot more charters like, I would say. Do you feel that way as well? It sure is. (laughs) How come you're so slow on your mouth movements there? (laughs) Have you all been doing anything else? I hear you've been working on mobility. Can you show us your moves? Yeah, let's get some of those city bikes or whatever. Yeah. There you go. Look at that, eh? Looking at me creepily. Oh, that's fantastic. That is great, Dave. Thank you very much. Look at that. (laughs) Well, anyways, Dave, welcome back to the show. Thanks a lot, Pete. All right. That's enough of that. Wait. It's creepier when he's just leering over your shoulder, Johnny. Oh, yeah. All right, so uh, Johnny, uh, you've listened to this program before. Yeah, a couple times. Um, so can you can you help Kevin out with the two time thing? Yeah, I can do that. Okay, and because uh, I'm the uh, only guy left to be introduced, eh? I'm the host of this program, and two time, two time President's Club Award winner, Pete Van Dyke. Uh, that was a test. I think it was a test and he passed. Yeah, he did good. Yeah, I didn't know. I, w- I was trying to test how much of a real comedy nerd you are. Pretty and, big one. Yeah, and I sensed there's deepness in this. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there was a real tip-off when I, I saw you at the Winking Judge uh, the other day. You said you listened to my podcast with Nick Dury. Yep. And then I was like, oh, this guy's got it bad. Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> uh, that's the whole reason I started at Levity, actually, was because I was just a huge fan of uh, Friday at 420. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I've been on it there twice now, just as a super. I saw you the other day on it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was the whole thing that got me going to Levity in the first place, and then Pat just figured, "Fuck it, he's here all the time. Let's give him a job." And yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, uh, I wanted to say, like you, 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 uh, you just kept going down to Levity to watch the shows. Yeah, yeah. I was there every night they were open before I started working there. Now I'm still there every night they're open, but. And you also uh, listen to, uh, like, you also love comedy, right? You must, yeah. you must, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, like, who, like, how old are you now? Twenty something. Twenty six. Twenty six years old. So, uh, who would be your like first like influences in stand up comedy? Uh, probably would have been like Adam Sandler back in the day, like SNL times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seeing just little things that he had done because my mom had like tapes of him and stuff. Did she have the album like with the goat? I think <laughs> so. Actually. Laugh at you. Yeah, yeah. 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 Where, I love that goat. Where you better not do that again. <laughs> <laughs> what is it like? Uh, ooh, fuck me in the goat ass, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a a goat who's on a pickup truck <laughs> with a rope uh, like tied to a cinder block, yeah. right? That's how he stays. Yeah, uh, that's the fucking craziest shit ever. Yeah, like I had that album too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's been years since I've heard it, but that was the, the first intro to stand up, and I didn't even know it was stand up. And then, you know, that's not- older I started to find more and more comedians and figure out what it was. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is the one with the shampoo bottle in the ass? Medium pace. Medium pace. Did your mom play that song for you too? Probably. Medium pace. Probably. Yeah. Your mom is your <laughs> is your mom my age? Uh, <laughs> it depends how she old might are you? be. I'm forty eight. Yeah, she'd be around your age. Oh wow, I, this is crazy. Yeah, yeah, sorry. yeah. Both my parents would be around your age. Well, tell them uh, that I appreciate their trust. Yeah, good yeah. job. <laughs> Neither one of them know I'm here. Actually, no, no, I'm yeah. just kidding. Uh, you're like, no, that's kind of fun, funny though. Like that, uh, you would have got those. T- like I'm thinking of Tollbooth Willie. Yeah. yeah. And then did you go back? Because like then you would have the internet, right? Exactly. Yeah. So then you. When you would dig back in a comedy, who would you who did you start looking at? Uh, there was a lot of Eddie Murphy. Yes, a little Golden. bit of Carlin, like the uh, Seven Words You Can't Say on TV. Yeah, yeah. Always loved that. Yeah. yeah. Um, kind of like reading the classics, right? Exactly. Yeah, and then like as soon as I found Ari Shafir, he kind of became my go-to. Oh yeah. Um, and he's actually the reason that I found Friday at four twenty. Oh. He had Pat Manolis on there one day, and I was like, oh, I like these guys, like. Let's see if they've got albums. And I found Manolis's Girl Penis album. And oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, so then I started like always wanting to go see Manolis. And that's awesome, yeah. dude. 
That's really cool, actually. That's a real story of how you can actually find a fan in Canadian comedy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's the best. Yeah. But you become, a, but then you became an actual comic, so then you're kind of no good to us anymore. Pretty much, yeah. right? Yeah. You're, My opinion means less now. Yeah. Yeah. But I like, I like the like if you have a, a true love for it, right? Yeah. And then and you can tell because you've like got a job. You like followed it. Like you, you must have a real, yeah, a real passion, passion for it, right? And that's what I think. Uh, um, that's why it seems like I've known you a lot longer. Um, I've seen you a lot, but I've also um, you pick up on like that you're serious about it, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where some people are either in the, so much in their own shit, you know, especially at the beginning. Yep. You know, like they're in their own head or they're worried about themselves they're not listening to anybody you know where you seem like you're listening or like picking up on stuff you know yeah exactly i always try to pick people's brains too and yeah yeah and you see you improving on stage and stuff like that that where you're like okay you know like he's not gonna suck forever you know yeah. what i mean yeah exactly yeah at the beginning when people are really bad and then you're like uh they're gonna be bad forever because they were just really bad at this mm-hmm. and then you see some people you're like oh this guy you know taking better. it serious you know yeah. and then if you see a guy like that a young guy like make uh, eating shit up there mm-hmm. you're like ah like that's him working shit out like yeah he, he's gonna figure it out you know yep. and um or they're gonna figure it out and then uh you then uh Oh, fuck, I don't know what I'm trying to say, dude. I smoked that big rocket. And uh, so, uh, no, Johnny, I remember what I was going to say. So then you, then I see, so I, I was like, that's one of the reasons why I asked you here. Yep. Right? The other reason why I asked you here is because you are from Simcoe. And I'm stuck because I needed to go <laughs> to a, a trip, right? Yeah. So I like, Johnny uh, is in Simcoe, so he will, he'll come. And then the other reason is because there's only really two of us yeah, in I Norfolk know. County. Every time I tell people where I'm from in Hamilton, they're always like, oh, do you know Pete Van Dyke? Yeah, yeah. Because I know Pete. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's and there's only, there's maybe one other guy mm-hmm. that would even like tiptoe out of what I would call a hobbyist. Oh, okay. Yep. You know? One other guy, maybe. But uh, the rest of the, the rest of the county is just me and you. Yeah. I don't know if you count uh, Craig McLaughlin because he's a real comic. Langton? Uh, he's is he Glenn Meyer? Oh yeah, he's still uh, still Norfolk, right? There's three of us. You got to count. I don't you know, know who him? that is. No. Oh, uh, so he's on the he's on the West End. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. more London bound. Uh, so oh, okay. You'll see him if you go that way. Go that way. Oh. Yeah, we you know when we get past uh, when we get into Houghton. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Is that still Norfolk? That's the outskirts. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real Norfolk County joke for any any of the people that hate North Mid- North. Uh, uh, what's it called? North Middleton? No. Ah, I got to think of my counties. Houghton. We got. Uh, you know the counties? I know there's Brant and Haldimand. No. Oh no, the townships. I mean. Oh. You know townships? the townships? Oh no. No, you don't know the townships? Oh, I don't. <laughs> it's like- there's like Townsend, Delhi, oh, yeah. Wyndham. Charlotteville, and then they go Houghton, and then this is a. Then there's the two that are like north and south, but I can't think of what they're called. The word. Mm, I'm not sure myself. Get rid of Houghton is what I'm saying. Yeah. Separate. Given that like Frogmore and all that area. Given an Elgin. Yeah. We got no use for them. Nope. (laughs) Feed it. I want to see like just the feedback that comes in, Kevin. I know you missed it, but I didn't give you any warning. (laughs) But uh, did miss it. The but I want to see the the outcry of our Houghton listeners from that that sort of like scathing remarks that you hear on this program. You might have to put a gate up around the property, huh? You have to put a gate up around your property, hire security. Yeah, keep all the uh, keep all the Mennonites out, right? Yeah, man. They're coming at me slowly, coming to get you. (laughs) Right. They're gonna no. Those aren't the ones that come slowly. They're Mexican. Those ones. Oh, they, they come at you with cocaine. A van. A van. <laughs> they're all jazzed up on cocaine yeah. in an old pickup truck. Yep. And they're ready to fight. Yep. Yeah. Those all are the right, ones you don't want to mess with. Nope. My brother said he used to play hockey against a group of those kind of guys that fit that description. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. He said they were fun to play, but you had to fight them all. <laughs> you had to fight them all. Always yeah. fighting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Um, yeah, you're young too, so you didn't grow yeah. up violently, right? I Most mean, likely, kind of on the edge of violence. On the edge of violence. Yeah. Did you see like fights in high school? Yeah. How often would you see a fight? Mm, maybe like once a week, once every two weeks. Really? Yeah. Bad. Yeah. Well, that's still pretty violent. Yeah. Brutal fights. Some of them got pretty out of hand. Yeah. 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 Like I watched one guy like just on the ground getting his face slammed off the pavement yeah, so over and see those over fights. And, yeah. Yeah. We it, saw fist fights. Yeah. They were more like, yeah, that's what well, I that's hear. how it started. But uh, like, I don't see that. Uh, I think there's brutal ones too. But uh, most of ours were just like good old fashioned like fisticuffs and like they were hard to call like a hockey fight. Yeah. Because yep. they would they were usually like just punches thrown and then it would get broken up or something or Hard, get yeah. crazy. Was down, nobody was beating faces off pavement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I would like, I always liked watching my one friend, Mark. He was like not a violent guy, really. Mm-hmm. But if he felt like there was a wrong that was done in the world, yep. he would fight. Like he would like fight for someone's honor or something like that. Oh, you know, okay, like yeah. he was a real like uh, noble guy. Yeah. And uh, so we're at the Turkey Point Hotel and uh, there's this like monster of a dude. Monster. Like he's like some juiced up fucking like like a muscle guy. Yeah. And then uh, my friend's like wearing a fucking toe ring, you know, and he's like, <laughs> he's not, <laughs> you know, yeah, he's not like the, not your typical fighter. Yeah, like this guy's like uh, he's like um, a chemistry major. He's uh, more of an intellect, you know. Okay. And uh, so he's like the Hulk. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this big guy, he's like uh, he didn't like what this big guy did to the girl, and the guy's like, if you don't like it, look, let's go outside. And he's like, fine. And then they go outside, and like uh, the the big guy beat up like one, like the big guy won, mm-hmm. but. Mark uh, beat the sh- like like beat the shit out of him before he lost. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. the guy knew he was in a fight. Like mm-hmm. he didn't see it coming. Like because no. like, uh, he just doesn't have that look about him or nothing. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, he swings first, right for the middle of your nose. You know, oh, like okay. one of those guys. Like yeah. when he does lose it, he's gonna break he's, your nose. Yeah, he's gonna oh, go yeah. for it with everything he's got. A little yeah. punch in the throat or something like that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. My brother's like that. I think he'll go swing at you and go knock you out. He doesn't wait for that invitation. He's no. not like uh, you go first. He's like I am. I'm going first. Yeah, yeah. He's he's made a decision. Yeah, we're in a fight. You don't want to wait to know you're in a fight because you've lost the fight mostly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's uh, it. Causes some uh, confusion sometimes. Hey, uh, one time uh, my brother, uh, I was going to lunch with him, mm-hmm. and. Uh, so we go into to this place, and they go, sorry, Paul, Paul you can't come in here. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, why? And they go, you're banned for life because you knocked that bouncer out. And he goes, ah. He's like, the guy had a glass jaw. Right? <laughs> Negotiating. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. I mean, you're going to ban me from this place because you hired a guy with a glass jaw? He was soft. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, that's a true story. And it's fun. It's funny to me, but it is. It's you say that I say that story to my kids, and they seem horrified. You know, they they just they have no tolerance for violence. Yeah, right. Because they don't have to see it very often in their high school. I don't think they saw any violence. What school did you go to? Simcoe. HT. You went to HT. Yeah. Well, they did too. Yeah. I don't see why they. I didn't see any. Uh, well, maybe. I mean, a lot of it. Like, smoking area. That's what, yeah. A lot the of pit. it was out by the pit, and yeah. Ah. And I mean, after my grade, the fighting was kind of ending too. Like the grade below us were all way more like, oh, let's talk about our feelings. And uh, so you're on the cusp. Pretty much. I was like right on the edge of. Uh, yeah, because, yeah, uh, yeah, the kids aren't like that anymore. They're nice. No, they're not. And, yeah. Yeah. They're nice, but they're not like, they're a little bit more like. Cunty. Yeah, yeah cunty. That's the word. Yeah. Yes, that is what they are. Because yeah. they are awful at the same time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They just find a different way to do it, eh? Yeah. That's what they talk about. You know, um, everyone's against uh, genocide, right? <laughs> <laughs> Seems to be a popular opinion. Yeah. yeah. I think we're all, we all can say. At least in this room, I'm, I'm hoping. Yeah. With the exception of maybe the robot there. Yeah. Is <laughs> that uh, we all are against it. But I, the argument is made 
I heard one time that a lady is, is like some, like, um, I don't even know uh, what she is, like a philosopher or something, lady from India. And she was saying that if you, like, put up with shit that ends up make, like, if you just put up with shit in your life and it ends up making people die, mm-hmm. right, then that's a form of, like, genocide because you're just accepting that your actions are going to cause other people to die even if it's in the other side of the world you don't see it right but they're like if you do this it means they have to slaughter this many whatever's to get whatever and it's going to kill a bunch of people yeah then uh if you did that then you that's the same as right and then they're like so sometimes you are doing that by just turning a blind eye to these things you know or supporting something that you don't realize is causing that kind of death or yeah yeah hmm. anyway so that was the argument i was like ah and they go it's still happening it just happens in different ways they shut people off of food they they uh push people out of their country through war or through violence and it's happening in a lot of places but like you just uh if you need the product or, you know i need a new cell phone battery yeah you know a congolese uh, maple or whatever flooring yeah because i'm a rich ceo it's a must-have item yeah, yeah. yeah my my ceo of my company one time i know i'm getting a little bit sidetracked here but my ceo of my company one time he's in front of us all right at a meeting and he's trying to relate to us and he says to us uh he's trying to say how important he knows good services yep. and he was talking about bringing his kid on this African safari and the service he got on this African safari. And he's telling us some of the, like some of the stuff he's talking about is pretty lavish. It looks like he's living. living pretty <laughs> well, yeah. Good. And all these guys are all like working, you know, 60 hours a week and, you know, like uh, barely see our families. And yeah. you're like, uh, this guy's fucking <laughs> going on this, like all expense, everything. And then he's talking about the trouble he's had finding this like rare, wood floor for his cottage that he's building in northern Saskatchewan or something like that, right? And this flooring, you know, it's shipped from all over, blah, blah, blah. He's explaining this fucking flooring and how much trouble it is to get, but the people that he's dealing with to get this flooring are so perfect, and he's trying to talk about the service. But meantime, you're like, you're spending how much on a fucking floor? Like, the, (laughs) the, the regular people were, like, working for this dude, like we all hated him by the end. Like, like yeah. it was a bad move, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, you don't want to do that. No, as the boss, you should not be bragging that. Oh, I have all this money. You make nothing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's like, uh, hey guys, like I'm doing real well. Company's doing real, real well. Yeah. And you guys all enjoy your three percent raise. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like oh fuck yourself. Yeah, I'm gonna get some new flooring for my yacht. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Having yeah. a hard time getting it. Yeah, yeah. I guess what I'm going to do. I'm going to fucking rob you when you're on vacation. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. Another stapler. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I stole a lot of three-hole punches, too. Every job I quit oh, really? or got fired from, yeah, yeah I, on the way out, I'm putting a little three-hole punch in my pocket. <laughs> oh, nice. Any stapler, anything, I go to the supply cabinet and just empty it out and then leave. Oh, okay. That's what I usually do, yeah. yeah. At the way out of every job, I'm like, what can I get for free before I leave this place? What do they entrust me with yeah. <laughs> that I just take it? See, that's why I could never take anything from my jobs. I wasn't trusted with anything. Oh, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> well, I was only taking office supplies. I was not able to get out any money. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> nice thing, a printer paper. Oh, yeah, sometimes I'll put some printer paper in there. Yeah, God damn right, I got a printer at home too. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta have some paper to punch three holes in. Exactly, yeah, man, yeah. can make some confetti. Yeah, make, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. I would never, I would never use a binder. I find it inefficient. I yeah. like loose paper. Yeah, man. So there's no real need for the three hole punch other than confetti. Yeah, which is what better reason do you need? Yeah, exactly. One sheet of paper, three pieces of confetti. Next sheet of paper, please. <laughs> I got a question for you, fellas. What's gayer? Throwing a handful of confetti or a handful of glitter? Ooh. <laughs> I'd say glitter. Yeah, I agree. Kev? I'm going to go glitter as well. It's unanimously glitter, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. I had I had a struggle uh, with because... new joke? With my joke, yeah, because yeah. I was like, should it be confetti or glitter? And then I think glitter is the way to go. I think so, yeah. I was at uh, a, a weed shop in Simcoe. Yeah. 
uh, buying a little weed, the weed we smoked before, the, or some I smoked before the show. I can't speak for you. Yeah. Uh, but the, <laughs> but the, uh, I was in the weed shop, and this dude, he's behind the counter, and as soon as he talks to me, I'm like, this guy's got a velvet voice of an angel, right? It's yeah. just a real deep, real radio voice, and the kind of like you know how Beaver's voice is like, yeah, it's really good, right? Yeah. So then uh, this guy too, he's just a real deep voice, right? Um, but I don't know. This is a bad thing to say. My kids give me shit for it or whatever. But I was picking up a little bit of gay vibes from the Duke, you know? Yeah. It was like uh, screaming off him. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> okay. And I'm not, no commentary, just so we can set the stage, right? So then I, uh, I'm like, your voice, man, it's fantastic. Like, it's a real good voice. Yeah. Then he's like, uh, um, something about like i used to i said people said i have a good voice used to tell me i had a good voice and then uh yours is yours way better than mine and then he goes what'd you do when people told you that i said well i started a podcast and then uh so i (laughs) use it for that and then he's like oh what's your podcast and what's it about and all that stuff and then gets to do stand-up comedy and he's like i love stand-up comedy i love stand-up comedy Uh, like he goes uh tell you got anything finished and I go, what do you mean? He goes, like, do you have anything like that's like stage worthy or whatever? And I'm like, uh, I go, yeah. yeah, like I tell jokes, right? And he goes, well, tell me one, oh, right? Man. And then I'm like, uh, well, you know, it's that's not how it works, right? Yeah. Uh, I learned that like the second time I did comedy. Yeah. Yeah, it's way harder to tell a joke that you do on stage without a mic and a stage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I did tell him that I did tell him a joke though. Oh, you did? Yeah, I told him that gay joke. That one. Oh, that oh one. yeah. That one, no, I didn't do the glitter one. I just did the. Um, I didn't know that word meant gay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I, that joke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he laughed. He 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 laughed for reals, mm-hmm. and then asked how he could find my stuff or whatever. And uh, and I was like, that is such a risk though, because you're one on one. I'm like, what is this guy going to find funny? I got to, like, make an assessment so quickly. Like, what's one person going to find funny? Yeah. Like, he, he, I'm I'm working on 60% jokes here. Like, really. My best jokes probably get 60% of every audience, you know? Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, uh, maybe 70% of every audience, you know? But you would, you're never going to get, like, 100% of the crowd all laughing, you know? Like, yeah. is that possible? Maybe. Do you think it is? I think maybe if the people are already, like, predisposed to like you. Like, that's why, like, on like eventually, specials, like, yeah. I like, if they're all coming just to see you, they're already wanting to laugh at everything. I don't think everyone's laughing at everything, even on the best stand-up special. Yeah. I think this is a theater. I guess 100%, yeah, you're not. Because if you go, like, like, 60% of a full room at Levity would sound awesome. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then... And sixty percent of a full theater would be even better, you know. You know, but if you're getting that sixty, they say if you if you can get sixty percent of people at a open mic, yep, you can get sixty percent of people at a arena. Oh, okay, you know, yeah. with with minor things like exactly, yeah. Uh, but but most of the, they say most of the time if the joke if it's a good joke, you know, yep. Maybe it's different if it's performance or intimate or if there's some element of that. But most of the time, if it's a good joke that makes people laugh, then if you make 60%, it's going to be like a rule no matter who it is, what, oh, okay. what country, what anything. Yeah. Unless it's, uh, you know, I did that uh, one gay joke about uh, where I used to write it where I think if you are defending the word, the other F word, yep. that you're... Um, you're probably like one of those people who used to like like uh, yell it at me when I I used to write when I was reading on the bus is what I said when oh, I was okay. reading on the bus but I meant school bus mm-hmm. but we don't say school bus around here eh not really no no because we don't have public buses. exactly we don't have normal buses so, yeah yeah but when I was telling the city and I said bus or whatever there's a better there's a it, the joke isn't that good that's why it does i don't say it like this now i it's way better that's the glitter one now yeah turn into the glitter one i was but, gonna say yeah it's got like kind of the backbone of 
that yeah. joke, but yeah, now yeah. I just and now I can and when I have time, if they give me time, I can just play with the punchline of that. I even do it on this show, you know. Yep. Uh, you'd swear I was throwing two handfuls of glitter and shooting cocks out of my ass yeah. like that. That that you don't even need a joke. No. Right. Yeah, it gets me every time I hear. Right. It. Yeah. <laughs> shooting cocks out of my ass is the fun thing to say. Yeah. And I know if I go out any night, even if people are listening to the show and they know, hey, I'm gonna go see Pete at a club, and he's gonna say. Throwing two handfuls of glitter and shooting cocks out of my ass, the they they're still gonna enjoy it when they come out and see it because that one doesn't matter. You hear shooting cocks out of your ass, yeah. <laughs> people are laughing. I don't care. Creates a visual too. It just yeah. works. Like I, I see people that don't like it that still laugh. Like my kids, they 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 go, "Why out of your ass, Dad? Why are you shooting them out?" And like that's because it's ridiculous, it. right? It's just like you don't have to think about it. Just it made you laugh and shut up. Yeah. <laughs> don't overanalyze. I want. Yeah. You know, you don't even want to laugh at me. Yeah. yeah. If you make your kids laugh when they're like you know, older teenagers, like I mean, because your mom make you laugh. Is your mom funny? Uh, <laughs> she has made me laugh. I'll say. Yeah. Not, not really. Like, is your dad no funny? Jokes. Not really. You're the where do you so you don't your the mom is the comedy fan though. Yeah, my mom was always obsessed with Adam Sandler, so that's where the whole comedy thing kind of came from. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. My dad was always way more serious, being a cop and stuff, always like CSI. And Does he have a mustache? No. No? No. I Never? Was. He did when I was really young, so I've seen pictures of it, but... Yeah. Yeah, never in person. Man, mm. if you're a cop and you don't have a mustache, like, what's the point? My other two uncles, <laughs> though, who are cops, both have mustaches. Really? Yeah. And you come from a cop family? Yeah. There's So my dad had three brothers, and three of the four brothers were all cops. Hmm. Do you ever get just, like, hassled at uh, family get-togethers for having long hair? Like, do they just ever frisk you and search you for drugs? No, they haven't frisked me yet, but they... they already know i have drugs usually so. <laughs> <laughs> you, they, they're good profilers hey eh? yeah they've accepted it yeah. This point, yeah it's from the joint in your mouth yeah. right <laughs> yeah. I, and the one i forgot in my good, hair <laughs> good detectives yeah uh well, that's 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 cool you're in a, in a cop family i've never met someone from a cop family before like someone with a lot of cops in it yeah. i'm all farmers in my family oh okay yeah yeah we don't like to see cops at all. We're always like, stay off. We don't know what the rules are. We're just, no, we're doing whatever we want, and we're probably breaking a bunch. Probably. Yeah. But... That's the way we were raised. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the same as you, Kev? What, raised, like, don't want to be around cops? No, it's, yeah, it's just like, yeah, because you don't know, like, d we don't really know what the rules are, but when you're yeah. on your farm, you're just kind of doing your own thing, yeah. and you're like, I'm pretty sure we're doing some shit wrong. Yeah, you know? even just the, like, anxiety level passing one, I'm like, always checking in the mirrors, like, getting pulled over for sure you're not doing nothing wrong but yeah. you might be yeah, yeah yeah so it's like if you don't have cops in your family you would probably be like uh they there would be however they're presented to you you know like yeah. you, but like my parents would be like selling to, to me as like you don't want to get in trouble with the cops right yeah so like uh i would always think like okay i don't you yeah know? i thought the same way because i played a lot of grand theft auto as a kid yeah. So, like, me and my brother would be murdering cops on it. My dad would come down, pissed right <laughs> off. <laughs> Stop calling them pigs. Like, no, fuck these pigs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think I... I like the ones that I was related to, but that was kind of the extent of it. Yeah, I mean, it's funny. Like, I I don't... Some, certain people have different real, like, attitudes toward, towards police. Because, like, uh, my friend Gabe from university, mm -hmm. I never... Uh, like, when we got pulled over by cops or whatever like when i was uh 16 or 15 maybe i went to a bush party in dover yep and they had one of these cups it was like a community cup oh yeah so you like pour and then some of what you're drinking and then into the community cup and then you drink yeah, yeah. well it's like my first bush party you know and i wanted to like have a great time or whatever so i poured whatever my fucking durango or some <laughs> fucking <laughs> malibu rum <laughs> whatever yes yeah. i've 15 year old gets hands on and then uh into this cup and then i drank it and then you, the we don't know what's in it right yeah and i don't have a very good tolerance i'm sure and uh so like anyways i got i got a little fucked up and then when i uh was leaving mm -hmm. i was really just having a good time i'm sure but the police saw some kid acting obviously drunk yeah 
excited as hell to be drunk. <laughs> and uh, then he puts me in the back of the cruiser, and he's going to give me my ver- first of many $53.75 charge for... Uh, Public? Uh, yeah, underage drinking. Oh, yeah, underage drinking was fifty three seventy five, and uh, you when we go out, you'd buy your case of beer, and you'd have to save your fifty three seventy five yeah. for when you eventually had to pay it. Because mm-hmm. uh, so it was like, hopefully, only one of us would get it, and then yeah. we'd split it. You know? Oh, okay. Yeah. Usually, that's how it would go. If a cop was nice, he'd be like, "Hey guys, put your beer in the car My and go is. home. One of you guys have to take a ticket." You know? Yeah. And then uh, once we found a 19-year-old to drive us around, that was cool, too. But then uh, he still got um, booze at a, like, accessible to the driver. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because we're always driving around drinking. Yeah. And then we decided, ah, I got an idea. Let's get a Mickey of booze and go to the movie theaters. And then you can go up into the balcony. You just buy a, a large Coke or something. Yep. You drink a little bit out of it. And then you pour your whiskey in there. Yep. And then you got a nice... Big giant Ryan uh, Coke that you can sip at in peace uh, while watching Basic Instinct. You know, yeah. with the that was actually one of the movies I did watch doing that Basic Instinct, just to watch uh, see your pussy. You know, yeah, exactly. Well, in big, and yeah, the big screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You couldn't see it. No, I didn't see nothing. I remember uh, thinking that I was clever sneaking booze into an outside party in a gas can, like no cop would ever. <laughs> Why did four, three people have gas cans? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> fire. It's gonna be a big fire. <laughs> we went to the annual Olympics in Port Burwell one time, one year. You ever heard of that? I've heard of it. No, uh, it's, it's like uh, it's at a campground in Port Burwell, and uh, there was it was run by like bikers. Okay, and uh, they would do like drinking games, and so you go there, and uh, you have a campground or whatever your campsite, and when they would play, the, you put a team in. And then uh, you'd have to do, like, uh, the one was, like, a, a tricycle race. Yep. And you'd have to race around a track, and then y- you would do a, a – a sh- you'd have to um, shotgun a beer. Yep. But the first one wasn't a beer. It was, like, two eggs, raw eggs or something. And then you had to go around the track and then, then shotgun a beer and then shotgun a beer. And then people would be puking everywhere. And then eventually people were actually puking on each other. They were like (laughs) as weapons to slow down the bikes and stuff. Like it was awesome. It was crazy, you know? (laughs) And then uh, I was in one where I was uh, running. I was, it was an obstacle course with the whole team. And I had, so you had to have girls and guys on it. So the girls didn't want to drink all the beer. And we had to do like two beers and two shots or whatever at the one picnic table each. Yep. And so, girls were like i can't do it all so i was i did like four beers and you know four shots and then i'm running to the next station and there's a whole like crowd of people watching behind like a a rope Mm -hmm. and as i'm running i face them and i just just (laughs) vomit right at them (laughs) 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 the secret then at the end of that you got to push you got to push this cart through like a, a bog of water yeah and then you have to go underneath, crawl underneath a, a, an electrified chicken wire that's just right over the ground. So you're soaking wet, and then you got to crawl under this chicken wire that's hooked up to an electric fence kind of charge. Yeah. So you don't even have to touch the fucking thing. You just have to be close enough when you're wet yeah. for it to arc. And you're seeing people just fucking Shit. flop around like bacon <laughs> yeah. under this thing. They're like, this is the wildest nightmare ever. Country camping. Anyways, my buddy, my buddy Adrian, last day, this is one of my most fun weekends ever because there's, I can tell you a hundred stories. Like my, my friend Dave, uh, this is my favorite part, Dave's story from that one. Uh, he's, uh, there's this game called like uh, musical, lingerie musical chairs. It was called lingerie musical chairs. Okay. So everyone had to come out and dressed in their evening wear attire, yep. you know, a, a, a couple from each team. Mm-hmm. Our team abstained from this one. We couldn't convince any girls to do it. No. <laughs> so the, there's one uh, a girl, like one guy just wore like a hot dog bun on his dick and he just taped, duct taped the hot dog bun to his dick. That was all he was wearing. And then, uh, so anyways, these are like, some of these ladies are, um, you know, like they're... They're well-traveled ladies, yep. you know, <laughs> and uh, they're with like 
big burly bike bikers and stuff. And anyways, um, me and Dave have been drinking nonstop for days now. And we're leaning against this fence watching this nightmare. And uh, the one girl comes over after the event and Dave goes, uh, you were my favorite, right? Of all the people in that competition, you know, he's like, you were my favorite. And her boyfriend, who's like a big giant, like killer looking guy. Yeah. He's like, uh, uh, she's like, oh, really? Why is that? Oh, I can't tell you. I, I don't want to be rude. You know, that's yeah. what he says like that. And then the biker's like, no, nah, tell her she'll like it, you know, <laughs> or whatever, you know. And he goes, I liked you best because your muff was hanging out. <laughs> uh, that was beautiful. The, the biker, like, uh, nearly pissed himself laughing. Like, he just enjoyed the uh, honesty of it. <laughs> whole muff out. I saw the whole thing. <laughs> oh, Dave. Uh, it's true, too. We did. <laughs> it was loose. It was like a, a leopard skin thing, and it was loose at the bottom, and oh, okay. you could totally see her whole vagina. <laughs> yeah. Not a bad day. No. Yeah, it's a, always a good day. It was a, not the best vagina to see, but, you know. Yeah, when you said it was loose, I didn't know you met her panties, but. Yeah. yeah. They're like, <laughs> but yeah, it was, yeah, she wasn't like. Yeah. She was traveled, you said. Yeah, she was yeah. well traveled. What they call uh, driven hard and uh, put away wet. Ah. <laughs> it's a believe of the expression. Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, what, uh, what's the time now, Kev? Um, cause we have business to take care of. I don't want to miss it. You got one fifty six. Oh, really? Okay. Let's do the business. All right. So Johnny, you got to work tonight, right? Yeah. All right. So I want to do one thing. I want to tell you a, um, a story about my friend. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you a story about my friend. And then we have to do a segment and a bit called uh, feedback. We got feedback. <laughs> Um, but, um, first I will tell you the story with my friend. Cause I just think this is uh, crazy, you know, this guy, this buddy of mine, I don't want to use his name cause I don't want to get him any trouble, Yeah, yeah. but I want to, I want to tell you a story about him. Uh, cause I think it's a good piece of advice for people at home, right? If you got an overbearing wife that's out there, what I really want you to do is I want you to listen to my words. And I want you to heed my, and learn from this dude here, you know? So my friend, his wife's a real ball breaker, right? She won't uh, let him go out drinking at all with his friends anymore because he's like, you got to, you know, you're just a, she doesn't like the way he is when he drinks, you yep. know? She wants him at home, help him with the kids. She wants him to do all this mm-hmm. shit around the house, you know, responsibilities of life, right? Yeah. yeah. So this, this guy, you know, he's like totally pussy whipped by this lady, you know? He has gotten no, so he, uh, uh, me and my friends are like, dude. This is what you do. Come out with us. Don't listen to her. Yeah. You know, you're going to get in trouble. I get this is, anyway. Like, just come out with us. Yeah. And uh, here, I put, uh, we put uh, $20 in his top pocket. Yeah. And we said, here, uh, you just say that you took us out, right? Yeah. And then uh, she, he goes, no, they're going to, she's going to smell booze on my breath. Nah, nah, nah. Well, I got it all worked out. You say a guy, Spilled a drink on your shirt. That's how, and he paid for the dry cleaning. You put $20 in your pocket. Oh, okay. You get away with it, right? Yeah. So he comes home, you're like, you smell like booze. You're like, no, no, I didn't. I don't smell like booze. The guy, I just dropped a guy off and then this guy spilled it. I, look in my pocket, right? Yeah. Anyways, that's what he says to her. So he goes, he's like, well, this sounds great. Drinks with his buddy, says good night. Yeah. Goes home, feeling cocky, right? Walks in the house, kicking his boots off, making a, stir yeah. you know <laughs> wife comes over smells the booze on him well she gets, starts getting him shit right away you know yeah he's like honey you got it all wrong i was just giving people a ride home guy spilled a drink on me i know i smell like booze but guy even gave me 20 bucks for dry cleaning check my pocket you'll see or look at and and she he hands her the money she opens it up she's like there's 40 bucks here yeah. he goes oh yeah he shit in my pants too <laughs> right mm. anyways that's an old joke eh? yeah. you ever heard that joke before I feel like I have, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's an old, old tale. Yeah. Heard it that way for a long time. It's a good joke. It is, yeah. I don't know why I told you that, Johnny. It's just out of nowhere, really. (laughs) Really just a non sequitur. Just tell you that story. But I wanted to get that out of the way before we do a little segment on this program, which is uh, called Feedback. We got feedback. (laughs) 
Welcome everybody to Feedback. We got feedback. Uh, as always, this segment is brought to you by our friends at Amazon. So if you'd like to go to livefromthedutchhall.com, that's our website, click on our Amazon banner. You can do all your shopping you're going to do anyway. And uh, that ball guy gets less money and we get more. Fuck him. Yeah, and we're going to plan cool stuff with it. And also you can go and join our queen, Jen Husko, as our one and only Patreon uh uh, supporter, I guess you would call her. We call her our queen. Yep. She, we will do anything she says. And the one thing we did was we're planning an, a big event. It's the 400th. This is actually a 398th episode. Ooh. And so we're two episodes away from 400. And uh, for the big 400th, we're planning a gala party. And uh, it's actually going to be a little bit late. Uh, so I got a special surprise for the day where the 400th episode should go out. I'm planning a re-release of our very first episode, which is currently unavailable. So the very first episode will be re-released on the night of the 400th when it should go out. And then the actual 400th will be live on uh, the Friday, the next night. And um, I'm really excited. We've got, we got a lot of uh, favorites and I'm pleased to announce that the Nocturnal Emissions oh. will be re- will be returning for the 400th episode to make a special appearance. Uh, the I believe the Nocturnal Emissions. I don't know what form they're taking. I don't know if they're planning on performing at this point in time. But I've got a commitment from the Nocturnal Emissions that they will be there for the 400th. And also, uh, I was worried if the Queen could make it or not. Oh, we can have a royalty. And I'm I'm. Pretty sure she seems like she's going to be able to make it for the 400th episode, so we might have the queen in the house. Well, just for her. Yeah. Kevin, I'm telling you, put on a clean shirt that day. All right. That's all I'm telling you. <laughs> I will. And I want to make a real party to thank people who have helped us uh, for the show over the years. So I'm um, trying to reach out to a lot of people that have uh, helped us. And if, if you want to join us, just reach out to me. I'm probably going to let you come. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> it's a big deal, man. I didn't know if, and we don't know if we'll make 500. So like, might as well even, celebrate 400, right? Might not even make 400. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Who knows? It's still two weeks. I still got to go on my trip and I get injured in every trip. You do. Yes. <laughs> Progressively worse. <laughs> yeah. I have to, I don't see how I'm in what kind of risks I'm taking this time. I think I'm, it's a pretty safe trip yeah. I'm making. So. Well, let's hope going? she goes well. Yeah, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. I'm going to Nashville. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah just a road trip. Yeah, a roadie. Roadie, yeah. yeah. I love going through the states. I just like, or I love driving anywhere. Like when you can go on a road trip and see the landscape change as you drive. I yeah. like it. Yeah. A lot of times I'll like uh, fly into a cheap airport on the wrong part of the state, just so you can drive. But I'll drive across the state to where I really want to go. You know. Cool, yeah. yeah, I did that in Colorado. It was great. Just to see the countryside. Yeah. You get to, uh, I, we flew into Denver and I drove to Aspen. Mm-hmm. And you got to go over the Continental Divide, yeah. which is like, we didn't even know we were going to do that. And then, but you just did it. That was where you drive. And you can only do that in the summer or whatever. And uh, so like we're, we're like on the, we're going over the Rocky Mountains. Like the, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's like with your car. <laughs> we like saw people pulling over. And so we're like, yeah, we might as well pull over too. So we pull over and then we're like, we read the sign and we're like, this is the continental divide, you know, where everything runs from this side to the Pacific and this side of the Atlantic or what? Hmm. And then you're like, you're at the top right now. And then they told you how high you were and you're like, holy shit, I had no idea. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we're flatlanders here. Some good thin air up there too. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. You know, like we were climbing up this one mountain one time, me and my youngest daughter and it was the air was so thin, and we were having such a hard time breathing that uh, we would take a, a drink of our water out of a water bottle, yep. and we could breathe better because our body would use the oxygen from the water. Oh, wow. So you just like feel you drink water and you feel like you're breathing easier. Like it would, huh. like it would, 
It was cool. Like your cool. like your body really just like uh, ch- changes and adapts. Hmm. If fat people can't live there, eh? They, 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 too much breathing as it too is. Much, yeah. It's too hard to breathe on the ground. Yeah. yeah. So like we were in Boulder the one year and everyone's like beautiful on the top, ah. like where everyone is, <laughs> yeah. you know? They're all like running up the mountains for lunch and stuff like that. And then, and they're all like young, like fit looking, like even the older people were all fit and stuff. Yeah. And we're like, man, everyone's looks so good here. You know, they must have better lifestyle than we have or something. And then we went to the bottom of the hill where the Walmart was (laughs) and, uh, oh no, there's all the fat Americans. They just can't get up there. You know, (laughs) that's how it was. Anyways, um, feedback. So we ask our listeners every week to uh, uh, tell us what they think of the show. Tell us if they think they can. And people send us all kinds of things. They tell us uh, their ideas. They, sometimes they, t- they tell us what's going on in their life. This week, and I don't even know if this is going to work, how this is going to work, but uh, it is going to work. We're going to hear it maybe twice even. But if it doesn't work, we'll, we'll just skybosh it. Ah. But on St. Patrick's Day... One of the people who's a listener and supporter of our show, and he's oftentimes been a guest, comedian Dan Brennan, sent in this video uh, to give us, a, I believe, a St. Patrick's Day joke. All right. Yeah, so let's listen to it. Good evening to the Dutch Hall and a happy St. Patrick's Day to you. Uh, I wish I could be there in person, but I'm in the big Toronto at the Free Times Cafe. No. At Taco Taco, which is around the corner from the Three Times Cafe, doing comedy. Um, Pete's asked me to deliver my favorite Irish joke, and I'd like to do that for you now. I didn't write this joke. I hope you enjoy it. Patty and Seamus are drinking in the pub one night, and they're getting absolutely wrecked. Pint after pint of Guinness going down their throats. Eventually, Seamus pukes up all over his shirt. He turns to Patty and he says, Patty... I'll have to go home. I'm going to hatch heck for being such a mess. I'll go home now, and I'll take my punishment. And Patty says, no, no, Seamus. You're being ridiculous. Just clean yourself up best you can. I'll put a tenner in your top pocket here. You go home, you say somebody else puked on you. Seamus thinks that's the most brilliant idea I've ever heard. They keep drinking, 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 drinking. Hours later, they pour out of the pub. Seamus goes home. He comes staggering in the door. The wife's there right away, and she sees him. And she says, what? Look at the state of you. What have you been up to now? And she says, he says, he says, listen, love, it's not me. It's not me. Fella puked on me. He's put a tenner in me top pocket to take care of the dry cleaning. So she goes into the top pocket, and she pulls out two tenors. And she says, Seamus. There's two tenors in the top pocket. And Seamus says, aye, he crapped me pants as well. I hope you enjoyed that. Take care, everyone. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, All right. It's kind of like a who wore it better kind of situation there. But, you know, I I guess uh, in retrospect... I want to say thanks to Dan. I was I obviously fucked him over on that one, but because uh, uh, the the <laughs> I never heard it that way, but it, it it makes sense that the guy pukes and then you get it dry cleaned. Dry cleaned. But I didn't hear. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I don't know. I think sh- uh, shit your pa- he, he shit my pants too. Shit my pants is funnier than crap my pants, right? Yeah. <laughs> this is a little joke breakdown in a way, right? Like, it's like some it's, words are funnier than others. If you were in Ireland, maybe that would have killed more because mm-hmm. all those things. But if if anything, it would take me out of it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the accent was brutal. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even. His real one is is a mystery because it's <laughs> we don't even know anyone in the world with that accent that he has in real life. Yeah, he's like Tommy Wiseau. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Has his, he, that is kind of what he is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is funny. Do you know Doug Coney wants to make a a movie where Dan plays my dad? 
That's hilarious. Yeah. I think I've heard you mention that on the on your podcast. Yeah, I really want him to do it. I want to say it as many times so that he actually does it because that would yeah. be hilarious. That would be, yeah. <laughs> Even if it's just for like a small scene where like you have to walk through and say, like to buy airline tickets or whatever and yeah. we're just father and son doing it or whatever. <laughs> like even if it was just something like that, it yeah. would just be so awesome to it be would, able yeah. to do it. <laughs> That's the greatest part about this kind of like work Yep, is that uh, your friends are all idiots too, right? Mm -hmm. And they're all trying this crazy shit that we're doing. Yeah. And uh, if they come up with some fucking uh, wacky idea, um, like I'm in. Yeah. Yeah, Like I'm totally in. Like uh, I don't care what you come up with. Like, Mm. Well, that's like the hot five. That Patrick is doing at uh, Levity. Did you hear? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like I'm gonna do that just because I, I like I hate hot foods, but I'll yeah, do it because I think it'll be hilarious. Yeah, yeah, I would do that too. But I, I heard, and it's like that show, hot, hot, hot ones, ones or whatever. Yeah, that's a great show because they yeah. interview people and they make them like these people are trained. Like a lot of them are real celebrities, right? Yeah. So they're trained how to talk to media and everything, and then you get them. Where their um, their their frontal lobe isn't working anymore, <laughs> and, and like they go into their like subconscious into survival mode because yeah. of the, the heat kicks in. Yeah, and then they uh, they they let their guard down and they start being really authentic. Yeah, and it makes for great interviews. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's what the guy meant to do, but it is what that show is. It's cool, right? Yeah. And with comedy, Shazma did it uh, last time, and he said uh, that it was. Like, it was, like, uh, it, it did kind of, like, make you, like, uh, uh, like, know how good, how well you knew your jokes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because the, because you were taking off your game bet because the heat is taking off your game. Exactly, so it's, it's yeah. like having another, like a heckler or another element thrown into the room where you're, it's like, you're trying to do your act. Plus you got to deal with this shit, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So if it's kind of just anything you do to make it harder for yourself is going to make you better in the long run. Yeah, yeah. sharpens your skill set. Probably going to make you feel terrible that night. Oh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I've yeah. had a couple nights like that already. So, yeah. yeah. So you having fun though so far? Oh, I love it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like there's there's been a couple of times where I've gone up and just bombed and then felt like ship and then I could just go up again and yeah feel good again. So yeah, that's a thing. I mean. All about washing the bad taste out of your mouth. Yeah. yeah. Once you get used to the that bad feeling, mm-hmm. like not that you want to get used to it, but like once you're not like um, feeling like it's like the end of the world. Yeah. Um, Which I'm slowly starting to realize. Yeah, yeah. It gets a lot better. Now when I bomb, I enjoy the bomb. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of do. Like I don't want to do it again. Believe me. Yeah. I'd much rather yeah. have it go well, but... Yeah. When I am bombing, I'm kind of laughing to myself how much they hate this. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm like, this is kind of funny. Like, I thought this was funny and these people hate it. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, this is funny. This is funny to me, like, that you dislike it so much. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is always going to, like, I think as long as I can do that, then I'm, I'm fine. Yeah. I'll fail every all day long. What are you going to do? Take away my birthday? Like, fuck. I, so Pretty I told much. a joke. It didn't work. Like, fuck. Get, yeah. get off my ass. <laughs> You do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not easy, man. Yeah. Anyway, I have to pee so bad, so we're going to have to end it. Dan, I do appreciate it. If any of you people out there want to give me a uh, piece of feedback, please do so at live from the Dutch Hall gmail.com or the Dutch Hall gmail.com or Instagram and Twitter. We're Dutch Hall. Facebook, we're the Dutch Hall. Whatever. You'll find us. Just put Dutch Hall in the fucking box and then something will happen you'll see my face and uh you got anything to promote just go to levity comedy club pretty much just yeah come out to levity hang out um yeah it's always a good show there so no reason not to is jan brennan ever uh he's hosting this weekend he's hosting oh yeah yeah. i saw the last night was uh pictures were out liam uh yeah liam kelly's liam kelly yeah yeah Yeah. that's to be a fun england middling I love Jimmy. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's cool. So that, um, that's sweet. Put a big, uh, put a word in with your boss. Yeah. To help me get a weekend spot there. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Throw a bone to old peach kins, huh? I will. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Anyways, Johnny, I do appreciate you coming in. I wish Anytime, you all the man. best. 
And uh, I love the I love seeing the way you're going at this thing. So keep it up, man. Thanks, man. Yeah, you just gotta do, keep doing it, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. Hope you enjoyed the show. If you'd like to tell a friend, otherwise we will see you NT. See you next Thursday. Oh, I gotta be so bad. <laughs>